Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy non-fiction book. And now, your host, Tonya Brockett. Greetings, Tanya here, and this week I want to talk to you about how authors can use their inner talking to become a bestseller. Neville Goddard is a metaphysical speaker and author who lived from about 1905 to 1972. He's often referred to in the books of other authors and teachers that I have read, like Dr. Joe Vitale and the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. I know Neville most myself from his books and audio teachings on man's imagination and his perspective that you can create anything you can imagine. Many of us have heard the Albert Einstein quote that says that imagination is the preview of life's coming attractions. Well, Neville helped people to put that into practice. He showed us through his speaking and his books how to use the imagination to create your own reality. Now, one of my breakthroughs in understanding the law of attraction or creation came from listening to Neville talk about acting as if. I had a hard time with that. And my question was, how am I supposed to act as if something is true when it's quite obvious it hasn't manifested in my life yet? So Neville taught me that it was in my imagination that I could see that it was true. I didn't have to go and spend money I didn't have or something to act as if. If I could put something into my imagination and excitedly believe that it would soon be so, then it would harden into fact. Listen to one excerpt of Neville sharing that message. And I'm going to apologize up front if his voice doesn't come through clearly. This is, you know, an old recording and I'm trying to get it onto our podcast. So please forgive me in advance for any of that. Well, let's listen to Neville. In using your imagination to transform energy from the mental, emotional level to the physical level, extend your senses. Look and imagine that you are seeing what you want to see, that you are hearing what you want to hear, and touching what you want to touch. Become intensely aware of doing so. Give your imaginary state all the tones and feeling of reality. Keep on doing so until you arouse within yourself the mood of accomplishment and the feeling of relief. This is the active, voluntary use of the imagination, as distinguished from the passive, involuntary acceptance of appearances. As I was listening to his recordings recently, I thought, perhaps I could share a few more snippets with you and talk about how to apply Neville's approach in your life as a best-selling author. In his presentation, Inner Talking, 
from 1965, I believe. He shares how we all have mental conversations or inner talk that leads to our manifest, uh, our manifesting or manifestation in some way in our outward experiences. Now, you should note that I have had several fair use recordings on my Neville uh, playlist on my iPhone for like 10 years or more. So, but there are a lot of other recordings that are out there, uh, like on YouTube and elsewhere. And I have included some links to those recordings in the show notes. So make sure you uh, tap into that. So how many times have you started writing a book only to talk yourself out of it? How many times have you put yourself down as a writer? Your inner talking may sound like many of my students and my clients before they started working with me. They would say things like, I want to write a book, but I just don't know where to start. No one's going to care what I have to say. There are already a million books on this subject. I don't have time to write a book. It'll just never happen. Every time I sit down to write, I get all stopped up. I'm never going to be a good writer. These words and many, 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 many more negative ones. I have heard from clients and students over the years who really have a desire to write a book, but then you cannot be surprised that they haven't when you hear their inner talking. And Neville shares exactly that experience in one of his messages. So he says that everyone has inner conversations and everyone's inner talking, if it's negative, will never lead to success. So listen to one story that he uses, one example that he shares about a woman not having good experiences at work. Here's Neville. Talking to oneself is a habit everyone indulges in. We could no more stop talking to ourselves than we could stop eating and drinking. All that we can do is control the nature and the direction of our inner conversations. Most of us are totally unaware of the fact that our inner conversations are the causes of the circumstances of our life. We are told that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. But do we know that man's thinking follows the tracks laid down in his own inner conversations? One day a girl told me of her difficulties in working with her employer. She was convinced that he unjustly criticized and rejected her very best efforts. Upon hearing her story, I explained that if she thought him unfair, it was a sure sign that she herself was in need of a new conversation piece. There was no doubt that she was mentally arguing with her employer, for others only echo that which we whispered to them in secret. 
She confessed that she argued with him mentally all day long. When she realized what she had been doing, she agreed to change her inner conversations with her employer. She imagined that he had congratulated her on her fine work, and that she, in turn, had thanked him for his praise and kindness. To her great delight, she soon discovered that her own attitude was the cause of all that befell her. The behavior of her employer reversed itself. It echoed, as it had always done, her mental conversations with him. It may be a little hard to believe in the power of inner talking if you're just being exposed to this concept for the first time. I get that. I know it's a little bit weird, but, or it can be, but think about it. Think about the times when you have constantly been telling yourself something negative. Was it a self-fulfilling prophecy? You say, oh, I'll never get this done. I'll never get this done. I'll never get this done. Oh, imagine that. You didn't get this done. So if you've had constant inner talking about how awful of an author you are or how no one will ever read a book from you or whatever, then you need to turn that conversation around. You need to start telling yourself, I am a great writer who writes books with ease. And my readers love my books and gladly share it with others. See yourself in your mind's eye. See yourself shaking hands with your readers who just asked you to autograph their copy of their book. See yourself opening up Amazon and seeing your book cover in the hot new releases page. You already know what it's like not to have those things. So why not dwell instead in your imagination where you can have publishing success? That's where your successful authorship journey begins, in your mind. You know, if we think about it, you know, when we were kids, we used our imagination to play our games. And especially if you're an old person like me who didn't have uh, video games until, you know, later in her teenage life or didn't have all these automated ways uh, and and one-eyed babysitters like televisions sitting in front of every room in the house. You had to use your imagination to come up with ways to play, things to say, things to do, songs to make up, all that kind of stuff. And you had fun in your imagination, right? It's when the adults in our lives and the authority figures say, okay, stop dreaming, we've got business to do. And, you know, we've kind of lost that joy of playing in our imagination and allowing ourselves to visualize ourselves doing something, becoming something, and then actually doing it. Let's listen to another clip from Neville on the subject. The prophet said, Be ye imitators of God as dear children. How would I imitate God? Well, we are told that God calls things that are not seen as though they were seen and the unseen become seen. This is the way the girl called forth praise and kindness from her employer. She carried on an imaginary conversation with her employer from the premise that he had praised her work, and he did. 
Our inner conversations represent in various ways the world we live in. Our individual worlds are self-revelations of our own inner speech. I love this. I mean, I admit, I have to remind myself sometimes and my client about this, but if you want the publishing process to be a great learning experience that you enjoy, say so. If you want to share your story with me clearly so we can write an awesome book together, say so. If you want to be an Amazon bestseller within your first 24 hours of book launch, say so. It's all doable, my friends. You can make it happen. But you have to speak it into existence with the sensory feeling of reality. Believe it in. Feel it in. Speak it in. And get into agreement with your desires in word, feelings, and deed and you can make it your reality. You know, in Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles, he talks about the blame game and the ain't it awful club. Ain't it awful? Oh, ain't it awful? Well, these two activities are things you don't want to be engaged in. Not if you want to come and have a positive outcome for your book or your life. Here, your inner speech not only shoots you in the foot, but then you give it more ammunition when you complain about it to others. So if all you do is bitch and whine, how do you expect to create a positive outcome? How do you expect to have good things happen in your life when all you do is bitch about the bad thing? So knowing that you reflect back that which you dish out, The universe has no choice but to mirror back to you that which you give it. So when you bitch about how you're never going to sell enough books to earn out your advance, the universe says, your wish is my command, and you don't sell enough books. But if you turn that around and say, I am so happy and grateful to have earned out my advance and then some, my books are selling so well, We are already on a second print run. That sounds a lot better, doesn't it? And doesn't it feel better to say something positive about your book or your success or your goals or whatever it is that you're striving for? Doesn't that feel better than bitching and whining? I mean, sure, you can have a pity party for a minute, but then you need to get back up and say, okay, pity party's over. It's time for me to speak in a positive way about myself, about my goals, about my book, about my writing. Shift your inner talking. In the Mindset of a Bestseller course that we have at MindsetOfABestseller.com, we address some of that. We talk about the importance of your words and, and your beliefs and your potential for success as an author. And talk about, you know, a lot of the negativity that I saw in teaching my book publishing classes and having students coming in saying, oh, yeah, I'm really here so I can learn how to publish a book. And, you know, although I doubt anybody's ever going to read one of mine, it's like, no, that's not where we want to start, right? 
So I created the Mindset of a Bestseller course just so we could get your head straight first, work with you within so that then you could create that without that you are looking to do. One of the obstacles to authorship is having that internal belief that you're not good enough. And the belief that your words are not worthy of publication. But you have to believe that you have a positive message to share. And that positive message will have a great impact on those who receive it. So that you can have a chance of being a successful author. So also in the mindset of a bestseller course, we talked about how to set clear intentions which helps you to use that language of intention. So when you're in those, having those inner conversations that Neville talks about, there will not only be positive messages, but they'll be stated in the present tense in a way that builds and boosts energy so that you can really get behind it and feel it and give it that sensory feel of reality. That's part of what we cover in that course. That is worth the price of admission right there. You get your head straight now and you'll be able to move forward as a successful author along the way. All right. One of the other things that we talk about is the uh, mental game of turning your ideas into action as a best-selling author. So in the mindset course, you're introduced to several different visioning exercises to help you to see your way to success as an author and to help you figure out what's next. And we also have some daily, you know, mental exercises in there so that you can win the mental game of being a best-selling author. Because we understand the value of what Neville teaches and how we can have a positive impact on our own results. And you have to see that impact internally within yourself before you can see it externally and outside of yourself. So let's listen to another clip from Neville about experiencing success despite the outward appearances and whatever they look like. Here he is. Inner talking from premises of fulfilled desire is the way to consciously create circumstances. Our inner conversations are perpetually outpictured all around us in happenings. Therefore, what we desire to see and hear without, we must see and hear within, for the whole manifested world goes to show us what use we have made of the word. If you practice this art of controlled inner speaking, you too will know what a thrill it is to be able to say, and now I have told you, before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. You will be able to consciously use your imagination to transform and channel the immense creative energies of your inner speech from the mental, emotional level to the physical level. And I do not know what limits, if any, there are to such a process. What is your aim? Does your inner talking match it? It must, you know. If you would realize your aim, or as the prophet asked, can two walk together except they be agreed? And of course the answer is no, they cannot. 
The two who must agree are your inner conversation and the state desired. That is, what you desire to see and hear without, you must see and hear within. Neville tells us that signs follow, they do not proceed. So you first have to have the thought and truly get in the feeling place of it, seeing that wish fulfilled so that you can then make it your reality and it can harden into fact. The mind always behaves according to the assumption with which it starts. Therefore, to experience success, we must assume that we are successful. We must live wholly on the level of the imagination itself and it must be consciously and deliberately undertaken. It does not matter if, at the present moment, external facts deny the truth of your assumption. If you persist in your assumption, it will become a fact. So what is it that you want? What do you want to have become true for you? Whether it's about your book, or writing life, or just your life in general, or your job, or career, or business, what is it that you want to have be true for you? Does your inner talking, does your inner speech, do your thoughts and emotions align with that? Again, I'm going to ask, what is it that you say you want? And is your inner talking in alignment with that? If it isn't, if you're constantly bitching to others or at yourself, and believe me, a lot of people talk a lot worse about themselves and to themselves than they ever would to anyone else, you need to stop. You need to stop and give yourself a break. Your words and your true desires and what you're constantly telling yourself throughout the day need to be in alignment. One other thing that Neville says a lot in, in several of his recordings is to ignore the present state and assume the wish fulfilled. Dr. Wayne Dyer wrote a, a whole book on wishes fulfilled. Um, I really enjoyed that book and I, I put that a link to that book in the show notes so that you can tap into it. Definitely a worthwhile read. So let's say that what you really wanted um, was an interview on a particular show or podcast to talk about your book, and you keep telling yourself that uh, you're a great guest on the show, but you're either ghosted or you received a rejection from the show producers. So appearances tell you, right, your email or whatever, Appearances may tell you that you're never going to get on the show. Appearances may tell you that yeah, you're not even worthy of being a guest. And then the little devil gets on your shoulder and he might start telling you how ridiculous your expectation is. And nobody's going to have you on the show to talk about your silly little book. But if you push away those little devils and you push away that negative inner talking. And you instead hold fast to your intention 
and you continue to see it in your imagination that you are appearing on that show and getting accolades for how great of an interview it was and you feel how much fun it was to be on that show and how it surpassed your every dream and more people listen to that episode than any of your previous episodes, keep saying that. No matter what appearances look like around you, no matter how many emails you get, Keep seeing what you want in your mind's eye. We imagine the wish fulfilled and carry on mental conversations from that premise. The right inner speech is the speech that would be yours were you to realize your ideal. In other words, it is the speech of fulfilled desire. You know, that always makes me think of Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield. Many years ago now, they had an intention to publish the book Chicken Soup for the Soul. They went to publisher after publisher and were rejected. They were told, eh, nobody wants to do an anthology of short stories. Nobody's going to want to publish that book. Nobody wants to hear all those little positive stories. They were told no over and over again. But their inner talking told them that they were going to publish the book and that they were going to sell thousands, actually millions, copies of that book. So the publisher better be ready to print them, right? And sure enough, when they finally got picked up after 144 rejections, they did sell that book in much greater quantities than even they had hoped. Now... They've been in the Guinness World Records book for the number of bestsellers on the New York Times list at one time. Um, You know, they have made millions with a franchise and enterprise with chicken soup for everything. And their idea, their inner talking, their imagination hardened into fact. They held on to their intense desire, and now Chicken Soup for the Soul is a title that hundreds of millions of people have read or owned. You must define the person you wish to be, and then assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled, in faith that that assumption will find expression through you. So now you know that inner talking can be a positive and effective tool for your authorship success. And that's one of the reasons that we have the abundant author affirmations for you on each of the solo episodes. We want you to align with your highest good. Speaking of which, it's time again for our abundant author affirmation. Write it down if it resonates with you. Post it wherever you'll see it and say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. I have written another great book that my readers are buying for themselves and others. It is a joy to see it make such an impact. I have written another great book that my readers are buying for themselves and others. It is a joy to see it make such an impact.
And with that, we are complete. If you want a little help shifting your inner talking with exercises and examples, take a deeper dive into the author's mental game and enroll in the three-session Mindset of a Bestseller program at Mindsetofabestseller.com. It'll help you to align your inner talking with your wish fulfilled. And write a comment on our website at writesomethingworthy.com and tell us what common inner conversations you have when you're thinking of or writing your books. We would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening in today. We look forward to seeing you next time on Write Something Worthy. You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast with Tonya Brockett. If you would like to know more about today's topic, find show notes, relevant links, and more at writesomethingworthy.com. Have a question or something to add to the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Please take a moment to leave an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. These reviews help us to improve our show and help us to spread the word. If you know anyone who would enjoy these episodes, please share it with them. Have a wonderful week and we hope you join us next Wednesday for another fabulous episode.